What are the things to pay attention to in 2024? What's about to guide the work of designers, the requests of clients, and inform all our audiences? This episode is not about trends, and it's not a sort of top five or ten or whatever. It's about signals and shifts that started last year, or even earlier, and are set to bloom. First up, more global influences in design. Two things stand out to us for 2024. First, Nigerian typography. It slowly made a strong name for itself, and more than that, it's been consistently inspiring and flawless. You've seen it, maybe you've even worked it into your work without being entirely aware. There's Afrotypes Festac and Dan for STD by The Design Studio. Google it, embrace it. Nigeria actually has more to share in terms of typography than anywhere else in the world right now. Secondly, Japan's wabi-sabi. So a quick reminder, what is wabi-sabi? Well, Wikipedia says, a worldview centered on the acceptance of transience and imperfection. The aesthetic is sometimes described as one of appreciating beauty that is imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete. So, admittedly, wabi-sabi is always a thing. The forecast for 2024 is that it will come into the spotlight even more, possibly without being labelled as a clear wabi-sabi-inspired piece of work. The view that something is transient and not perfect and polished feels right for 2024. It's difficult times around the world, and it's okay to have that impact our work. Everything else does, so this should too. Otherwise, it'll seem quite clueless and out of touch. In other words, wabi-sabi is a natural direction and maybe even a desired way of expression in the coming year. How to implement, quote, the acceptance of transience and imperfection, end quote, into client work, well, that's for us to decide. Last year, we correctly predicted the rise of Spanish design. Now, add Nigeria and Japan. Retrofuturism. Interest in retrofuturism has been rising for years, in no small part thanks to the Nordic design studio Teenage Engineering. With the hype around their recent product collaborations like the Playdate console and the Rabbit R1 AI device, I think this is the year for the pylon effect. Industrial design takes a lot longer than the digital counterparts, but 2024 I think is the year when we will see a large pile of products announced using a retro-futuristic design aimed at mainstream usage or mainstream audiences. Depackaging. Here's the one that most people will come into contact with on a daily basis. Depackaging is really about removing the unnecessary parts of the packaging, stripping it down to the bare minimum. Think wine bottles that have a partial body-hugging cardboard layer. Or a shop that rolls up the jacket you just bought, snaps two straps around it, and it looks like a handle. Does this mean packaging is no longer about prestige or brand? Nope. It's just done differently. And as long as it's about less packaging, that is a positive thing. Surrealism. We say surrealism and you think art. We think, yes, art, but also everything else. Maybe, again, it's the, the state of the world that requires a bit of surrealism as a way to cope, or 
because surrealism is actually really exciting. Last year, there was this airbrush surrealism sort of 80s thing going on. It was that Adam Driver Squarespace ad, making surrealism a perfect example of things that at least restarted last year and are set to bloom. In 2024, we'll see surrealism in all types of design, spatial design, digital, of course, art, but mostly beyond art. Expect crossover design, where, say, designers and strategies for a spatial project lead the work in campaigns or other outreach. If the word surrealism doesn't quite connect with you, just think disorientation. Put differently, the the crazy bits that earlier we would have dropped on the cutting room floor, they now sit up front in the client pitch. And not just that, it's being accepted, it's being built, done, delivered, and appreciated. Darker, part one, interiors. Even though we might love the tidy lines of minimalism, the whitewashed walls are out. The high contrast colors and baroque cornices are back in. Cornices, I hear you ask? The little ridges and framings so that the sunlight can cast shadows that enhance the interior design. Our only fear is, will 80s noir-inspired Venetian blinds make a comeback? Darker, part two, dark mode. Here's a surprise in longevity. Dark mode continues to be appealing, even cool, in digital design. I would have thought this would have dried up by now, but it looks like it's going strong for at least another year. We like dark designs, especially at night, but we're starting to think that this has maybe become a proxy for actually doing design work. Just because it's darker doesn't mean it's designed. And that's it. Which one excites you the most? What else will bloom in 2024? Let us know on podcast at designpodcast.org. Thank you for listening.